There we go. KDXI St. George. Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to the Extraordinary Talk Show. A show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for the Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Extraordinary Talk Show. One more week of extraordinary messages, at least I think they are. I hope you do too, and I hope that's why you're listening. And I hope that listening brings you something extraordinary. Apologize real quick for the false start for those of you listening live on the radio, because I am live in the studio today. Our station manager, Sean, does a great job of putting in a rerun for me on live air, just in case I don't make it here on time, because he does not like dead air. But lucky today, traffic was excellent, and I made it here in plenty of time. But the other one started anyway. Let's get right to the stuff that matters. What do I always start with, guys? First, I want to tell you this is very, very important. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I am here to try to get you to think for yourself. That's why I'm here. I love to tell you a whole lot of things, but what do I always say about the things I tell you? I don't expect you to believe anything that I say just because I say it. In fact, I hope you don't. And I don't, and please don't do anything that I do just because I do it. If something that I say or something that occurs to you rings a bell of truth or curiosity, please follow that. Because I can't tell you what's true, but you can. You can decide that for yourself. In fact, that's what the show is about today. And I might do something a little bit different. We'll see how it goes. Today, I want to talk to you about deciding for yourself, making your own choices. I love to talk about things that have worked for me. I've started out this show talking about things like meditating and breath work, and we still talk about that stuff because it still helps. I believe it's still good. But we've also evolved a lot over the four plus years we've been here, and One of the things that I really like to do is figure out what works for me and share it with you guys. Not because if it works for me, it's automatically going to work for you. That's not true. Not necessarily. But because I've tried some things and these things have kind of worked. So I offer them to you as options, things you can try to try to get something better for yourself. We're here, I think, to have a better life. Our you completely happy with the life that you have? Are you completely happy with the life that you have? I wasn't. A few years ago, about the time, actually, even when I started this show, I wasn't. And for a couple of years, I wasn't. I thought I was because I refused to be unhappy. So I kept telling myself I was happy, but I also was really, really, really unhappy. So I changed my thinking and I started doing things different and I started thinking different and in some ways I started acting different and my life got better. My life got better. I have so much fun. I am so much happier. And if maybe, maybe 
something that I did is replicatable. If it's something that you can do too, so that you can also find the happiness that you are seeking, like I found the happiness that I was seeking. Do you ever look at somebody else who's happy and get mad at them? I've, I've done it. I have. I've seen other people who had things that I didn't have, things that I wanted. And some of those things were tangible things, objects I wanted to own. And some of it was an attitude or a sense of joy or a sense of fulfillment. And I didn't have those things. And when I saw people that had those things, I got mad. Why did I get mad at other people who were happy? Now, when I think back, it seems kind of ridiculous, but I do remember those times. And I put some thought into it. Here's, I think we're told a big fat lie. Actually, I think we're told a few lies. (laughs) Think of times in your life that you have been told, if you do this, you'll get that. For example, if you pay money, you can buy food. If you open your eyes, you can see. If you listen to what you're hearing, you can hear. Right? If you do this, then that happens. Then you get that reward. I think the mistake that we have made in our lives is believing that all the time. Because when I, I remember specifically a friend that I had. And at my life at the time, I was very, I was trying very, very hard to follow a set of rules. Because I'd been told that if I followed that set of rules, I would get rewards. And I was following that set of rules as closely as I could. And I was not getting rewards. I was getting some rewards, but not all the rewards I thought I'd been promised. And then I saw someone who was not doing the things on my list. That was the part that bothered me. Really, when it came down to it, it wasn't her. She She was a wonderful person. But when I compared the list of rules I was following and the list of rules she was following... It didn't make sense to me because I was following all the rules, but I was not getting rewards. And she was not following my list of rules, and she was getting rewards. She was getting the rewards that I wanted, including things like happiness. And that made me mad. That made me really mad. And the truth is, I wasn't mad at her. I wasn't mad at her at all. I was mad at the situation, and I projected it at her. I was mad that I was doing what I'd been told to do, I had been given a recipe, and that recipe was not baking the bread that I was told it was going to bake. Now, if you're following a recipe, and it doesn't bake the whatever food, your bread, whatever, the way that you want it to, do you just keep using the same recipe and getting mad about it? No. You try a different recipe, or you alter the recipe. Are your cookies too salty? Great. Take some salt out. Use a little less. Would you like chocolate chips? Cool. Add them. And it's up to you to 
change it around however you want and create it, whatever the thing is that you want to create. And it might take making a thing multiple times to figure out how to adjust the recipe just right to get it exactly how you want. But I think that's what life is. I think life is we follow a, a set of rules and we tell ourselves, if we do this, then I will get that. If I do this, then I'll get that. And you remember that comparison is the thief of joy. What happened to me was I was doing all of the things and I compared myself to a different person and it robbed me of joy because that person's metrics that she was following were entirely different than mine. And in fact, hers worked better. Her recipe was bringing her better bread than mine was. And rather than readjusting my recipe, I just got mad that I didn't have that, that my recipe wasn't working right. And so instead, in, instead of realizing that I had a bad recipe, I kept trying to do it better. I thought maybe I'm just not following it closely enough. Maybe I didn't read it right. And so I kept trying to do it better. And guess what? It kept not working. And then I started to question myself. And I think this is something that we all do. Because I said, all right, I'm following this recipe. I'm doing everything the recipe says to do. I'm doing it as closely as I can possibly figure out a way to do. And the recipe still isn't coming out right. I must be doing it wrong. I just must be dumb and I can't figure it out. I must not have what it takes to do this. Some people have a green thumb and I just, I guess I don't. I just don't. And then we feel really, really bad about ourselves. And what I want to tell you, what I hope that you'll hear from me today Maybe the people who gave you that recipe gave you a bad recipe. What if the recipe that you're following as hard as you can that is not giving you the results that you want, what if that's a bad recipe? What if you need a new recipe? And, and Hang on, hang on, hang on. If somebody had told me that at that time, I would have said, no way. I know this is the right recipe. I've been studying this recipe my whole life. Everyone in my family uses the same recipe. And other people got results. Other people did follow the recipe and got results. So if they follow the recipe and got results, then I'll follow the recipe and get results. And if they're following the recipe and they get results, and I follow the recipe and I don't, then I guess I'm just not good enough. Maybe I'm just a bad person. Maybe I just don't have whatever magic it takes to make it in this world. Those thoughts start to creep in. Haven't you said some of those same things to yourself? When you look at someone who's happier than you and you think, but I'm doing everything. How come I'm not happy? Maybe it's because Everything you're doing is the wrong everything. That's kind of what I figured out. So, upgrade your recipe. Try another recipe. Now, 
I was afraid to try another recipe because everyone that I trusted told me this was the right recipe. But here's the problem with that. Nobody else, none of the people who told me, who gave me that recipe, who encouraged me that recipe, who modeled that recipe, none of those people were in charge of my life. None of those people were in charge of my world. None of those people were inside my head. When I look back now, I gasp to wonder why I was so willing to follow someone else's metrics other than my own without even trying out my own. You guys might know who Jordan Peterson is. He's a really smart guy who says a lot of things. And some people think he shouldn't be able to say all the things because some of the things that he says are upsetting. And his response to that is, the only thing worse than freedom of speech is not having freedom of speech. Because if you don't allow people to hear whether it's true or false, then they can't choose for themselves. If you let people hear everything, the best part of free speech is not limited free speech, but wildly free free speech. Say everything and let everybody else say everything so they can say the most ridiculous, ludicrous things and we can know that those things are ridiculous and ludicrous. Maybe what I'm telling you about that you actually have the freedom to to choose for yourself and not follow somebody else's metrics What if you could? What if you really, really could? Because those people who are telling you what to think are not inside of your own head. And they are not in charge of your world. I'm in charge of my world and you're in charge of your world. And we have a shared world. But there are details in your world that I have no control over. And details in my world that you have no control over. And details in our shared world that we have shared control over. Here's a big one, guys. I'm about to say something that I came up with yesterday. I believe that this was an inspired thought. I believe that the definition of consciousness is this. I believe Consciousness is what it thinks it is. Now, what if that's true? What if that is true? What if consciousness is what it thinks it is? What if a green dot on a computer screen that becomes aware of itself and realizes, hey, I'm a green dot. Is that consciousness? I think it is. Now, I asked a friend this yesterday, and his response was that consciousness must not only be self-aware, but must also have an understanding of right or wrong. I think that's great input, and I, but I'm not sure I agree with it. Now, here we're talking philosophy, so you got to realize there's not necessarily a right or wrong Because what if you can choose what's right for you? So what my friend chooses is right for him and what I choose is right for me. What if? 
because I think that consciousness does not necessarily need an understanding of right and wrong, because as a theist myself, someone who believes in God, I don't necessarily believe that God holds to the idea of right and wrong. And part of the reason that I believe that is because every single person that you talk to kind of has different definitions of what right and wrong are. And so I don't think that the God for all of us agrees. If there is a shared God, I don't think that's the case. Maybe we're all in our own individual universes. And because we're the ones who get to choose what's in our universe, we are the God of our own world. What if? And what if you could just decide to start choosing to be that? I believe one of our purposes on earth, I think we have three purposes on earth. I wrote this down before. Let's see if I can remember it. One of them is to find out what God is. And the other one is to remember that you are God. To do what I'm encouraging you to do right now. I'm not going to tell you what to do because I don't, I drew my best to try not to tell you what to do at all. But I do, man, I want you to choose. I hope you do. I'm not trying to get you to think for yourself, but I'm, I'm not trying to tell you what to think. But man, I am trying to get you to think for yourself. How do you think for yourself? You start choosing. You start choosing what you want. That's how to think for yourself. And I don't mean what television channel, though that would be, I mean, choosing a different one than what you've been watching is a start. I mean, choose everything. Choose everything. Here's how you test this. Here's how you know a bad metric. Bad metrics have bad results. If someone gave you a list and said, or a, a recipe and said, follow this recipe, and that recipe gets you bad results, that's a bad recipe. If you've fine-tuned it and you're doing it as well as you think you can, that's a bad recipe. And it's still bad, that's a bad recipe. My friends, please understand, you are not a bad person. You are not doing it wrong. You are not doing it badly. It's not that you don't have enough magic. I guarantee you, you do. It's that you're following a bad recipe. Now, how do you find a better recipe? Find any better recipe and try it. And try it and try it until something works. And when something works, figure out what thing did work and stay with that. And then try a different factor. Change other things until you figure out what works. Keep trying different things until you finally find a metric that works. For example, diets. Uh, diets are a really great example of this. And most of us at one time or another has tried to lose weight with a diet. Most of us, those diets don't last long. In fact, the, the tea kind of falls off the end and we just feel like we're dying. But we're told, if you do these things, you will get this result. If you follow this diet, this meal plan and exercise, you will get these results to your body, weight loss, muscle tone, yada, yada, etc. Now, if you follow that diet and it, you do all the things as well as you can and you're still not getting the results that you're promised, you want to check and see, is it because you could be doing it better? Maybe. 
But maybe there's another option. Maybe that diet doesn't work for you. Maybe it works for other people. You can see how other people have followed that metric, have done those things and gotten that result. But you've tried and it doesn't work for you. Does that mean that you're bad because it worked for them and it didn't work for you? No. It means that recipe works better for them than it does for you. It means they have a different body than you have. It means they have different desires and styles and preferences than you have. And because of those things, that recipe works for them and it doesn't work for you. Now, here's a really funny thing that happens a lot in the world. More than you'd think because it actually sounds kind of ridiculous. What if you go to your diet coach and you say, okay, let's talk about this because I'm doing all of the things. I'm doing all the things. I'm following the diet, following the exercise to the letter. I couldn't be following it better. And yet I have no results. What's wrong? Now, what if your diet coach said to you, honey, it's okay. You just need to know. Just keep doing all of the things that make you miserable. It's fine. You just need to know that as long as you keep doing these things, whether or not you get results in this life, you'll be skinny in heaven. It's okay, honey. It's just do all the diet, miserable diet things. And it doesn't matter if you get results in this world. It doesn't matter if this body ever, if ever responds to these things. They're still the right things to do. And you'll be skinny in heaven. If your diet coach told you that, how fast would you look for another diet coach? And yet many, many of us are in religions or in families or in whatever structure of belief it happens to be. And we're told it's okay if doing all the things doesn't bring you the results in this life. Keep doing all the things anyway. You'll get them after you die. And that sounds like a terrible metric to me because God didn't send me here to be miserable. God certainly didn't send me here to be miserable in his name. God sent me here to experience this life and to remember that I am God. God sent us here, which means we sent ourselves here. Because in order to be God, God must have no do, be, experience everything. Everything that could possibly be experienced. And how does God do that? Especially if one of the things about being God is that you know that you're God. How do you ever experience not knowing that you're God? And yet, in order to be God, you have to know what it's like to not be God in order to be God. So what if, and here's a big what if, we're just playing with ideas here, friends. What if the reason that you're here is to remember that you are God? To experience what it's like and how awful it is to forget that so that you can remember it. And my friends, I hope you remember that in this life. All right, we got one more minute left on this show, but we're going to take our quick commercial break, and then I'm going to keep talking, and everyone on the radio can keep listening. And if you're watching on Radio St. George Facebook page, which is the Utah Tech Radio Facebook page, then you'll be able to continue watching the live stream of me talking.
Here's another time you can, if you don't stay and catch that, the other half of this will be broadcast on Spotify and again on the radio next week. So please check that out next Wednesday if you aren't able to check it out on the live feed. Another time you can catch me this week, guys. I'm so excited. As long as everything goes according to plan, I will be riding an art car in the Las Vegas Pride Parade this Friday. So I'm super excited about that. Please check that out. Also check out my Patreon and my t-shirts. And the Instagram is The Extraordinary Foot. You can see the picture of the t-shirts. And then on Patreon, if you sign up, you can get a t-shirt, which is really cool. Keep listening. You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show.